0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse DePlanis. And I'm
1: Kathy DePlanis.
0: And guess what's going on today?
1: We're having another boardroom chat. Yes, Just indeed. you and me. Just and you and me. all of you.
0: And all of these people <laughs> behind the camera. Praise. And right. you people in the camera, praise you the Lord. What watching. a blessing of God. You know, I've, I, I was thinking about what the Lord wanted me to talk about today. And, uh, you know, I, I was watching television last night, and everybody wants to be first. I noticed that. Boy, I want to, you know, I want to be the first to ever to do this, the first to ever to hit the ball out the park or the first to ever uh, to graduate from high school. In some, and I was the first ever in my family, in family? to graduate from high school. Everybody want to be first, and yet they're missing what they should be first with. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And amazing. And it's great to uh, be first and some to be the first to uh, win right. how many Olympic it's good. gold medals, it's Michael good to Phelps have goals. Won? It's Yeah, and no, to- that's great. Mm-hmm. But what should you be first in? And I want to go to that today, and I want to go to Matthew chapter 6. And before I start reading, uh, go to this verse, first scripture, I want to read verse 24 of Matthew chapter 6. And I'm reading out the King James, and if you want to put it up in the Passion or whatever you can, or or amplify it, whatever. Jesus is talking here, and he says, No man can serve two masters, for he either will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mm -hmm. Now, would you read that in what passion? Well,
1: I have the Amplified right now. The Amplified's good. It says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever is
0: trusted in. Can you pull that up in the Passion Translation if you don't mind? uh, I want you to see this here for a minute. In other words, you can't be split in your way of thinking. You have to be focused. And I've always said this, if you focus on your priority, you eliminate all your confusion. See if you know where you're going, you know, you are going to know when you get there. You'd be surprised how many people don't know where they're going, so they don't know when they get there. So now read true. that in the passion if you like.
1: Passion mind. says, "How could you worship two gods at the same time? Mm. You will have to hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't worship the true God while enslaved to the god of money."
0: That's so and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So what should be first in your life? Matthew 6:33. And I'm going to read it in the King James. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What things? Whatever you're believing for. See, you can't get anything until you seek ye first. You see, until, you can't get second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever you believe in God for, until you seek ye first the kingdom of God, God's way of doing and being right. Read that in the, uh, the other translation. Which one you got from oh, right well, there? Well, I'm here. Passions. is good. I, I, could go
1: to, I was back at the King James to follow you. Okay, I got you. Uh, the Passion Translation in uh, verse Matthew 6, 33. 33 says, So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him then all these less important things Ah. will be given to you abundantly. I like the way the Message Bible reads it. I went to it a minute ago. It says, steep yourself in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met.
0: Hallelujah. Isn't that great? So people ask me all the time, "Brother Jesse, how do you stay up all the time? I mean, you seem like you're never sad, sick, disgusted discouraged, despondent, broke, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Well, I seek ye first the kingdom of God, God's way of doing and being right. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. The kingdom of God is a method. The kingdom of heaven is a place. See, and a lot of people don't know the difference. They think when they say in kingdom of heaven the kingdom of God, they're saying one and the same. They're not. It's what does God seek first? What does God want? Well, for God so loved the world, that was his first agenda, that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth him should not perish. They say would not, they say should not perish, but have everlasting life. So I'm going to ask you today, what are you seeking first? Now, you see, most people are seeking money. That's why you say you can't serve God and mammon. Right. Seeking all these kinds of thing. That's not first in your life. And the reason how, why you get caught up in that, because you take thought of it. If you look through this uh, chapter of Matthew 6, verse uh, uh, 33, you look at verse 25, it says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought. Take no thought. In other words, don't take the thought for your life. That's Matthew chapter 20. What you eat or what do you drink? Nor yet for your body, what you should put on. is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. I mean, more people. What verse is that? That's verse 25 of Matthew 6. Then you go a little further down, and verse 31 says, Therefore, take no thought, saying. How do you take a thought? A thought is when you say it. By saying it. Once you say something, you own it.
1: That's true. See
0: what I'm saying? Take no thought, saying. What you shall eat, he says it again. Or what you should drink, or whether shall you be clothed. People worry about what they wear. Think about that. God said, but these people, that's what they seek after. Then verse 34, therefore, he says it again. Therefore, no thought, take, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. Because see, your future is not in your hands. Your future is in the hand of God. If you seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now I'm asking you a question. What do you seek? What are you seeking? Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting a new car. I'm, I'm using to use that as an example, a new house. I said, but how do you get that? By seek ye first God's way of doing and being right. When you seek God's way of doing and being right, all these other things will be added unto that's you. That's right. You see, that's what I'm talking about. And if you want to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, you have to seek ye first God's way of doing and being right. You want to read something? Go ahead.
1: Well, I like the third, verse 34 okay. in the. Um Passion Translation of Matthew chapter 6. It says, refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Amen. Tomorrow will will take care of itself.
0: One day at a time, sweet Jesus. Remember that song? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, see, I'm not really concerned about tomorrow. Why? Because I can't change it. Yeah. I can't stop it. It's coming, no matter whether I, yeah. I, I believe it or not. You know So I, I don't take no thought saying I, it.
1: I've often thought you always live right in the moment. I'm a moment and, man. And I'm I'm hustling around trying to keep us on schedule sometimes. And I'm thinking, it's taking so much time for that one thing. Is it doesn't he realize where we have to go? So sometimes <laughs> I'm the one trying to manage us and get us this yeah. somewhere. Not that that but you're we still late, get and there. sometimes you're helping me get on time. So, so we yeah, we yeah. both play that role sometimes. Well I just tell
0: you, quit saying the stuff because it's delaying everything. Just just enjoy the moment. Everybody had a right to be happy. Yeah. I never forget, my father's in heaven now. And when my mom died, he married another lady. Oh, Lord, my sister liked to have a, a, a screaming fit by women. Ooh, because she didn't think that mama was dead enough.
1: And she wasn't. <laughs> long I, enough. I, oh, see, I, I you see what I'm saying? I yeah. agree it was like two months.
0: Yeah, and, that, I and that's true. I, I, I agree 100%. But, but my father had a right to be happy.
1: Well, it's his life.
0: Right? Yeah, that's correct. See, he had a right. To be happy. And we had a Everybody right to be happy. Everybody has a right a, to be happy. I
1: had a right to be upset about you it. You had now. a right to be upset about it. Hey,
0: I'm trying to marry my daddy to this woman. There's my wife behind my dad and my sister behind my dad going like it. I mean, they just got steam coming off of them. I'm not thinking, I'm trying to do a wedding here, you know. I guess that? we're
1: all taking it personally. I'm thinking, yeah. uh, I wouldn't want you to do that for,
0: for Well, me. I understand like it But he was married while. to Esther for 20 years. Yeah. He was devoted to my mom. He was devoted to to Esther. Mm -hmm. Now, you see what I'm saying? So I take no thought on that. Why? I didn't say it.
1: It wasn't really. What
0: do you think about your daddy marrying that woman? I I didn't say nothing. Why? Because that's taking the thought of it. Right. That's my dad's business. You see what I'm saying? Now, what I'd like to know is Mama passed away on Easter Sunday, 1982. And then 20-something years later, Esther passed away. Now, I know Esther's in heaven. And I know my dad's. uh, My mama's in heaven. And then my dad went to heaven about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder what happened when they got up there. <laughs> I'm gonna make a joke, but I think my would probably walked up to my dad. My dad was named Paul. Paul, who's that woman? I know my dad. He's lying every time. said, "I never seen him before in my life." <laughs> you know, I don't know. All I know is God gonna take. He gonna take care of
1: that. Yeah, we don't have to worry about things in the past. Or things in the future. Just, wor- just be concerned about today right. and live for God today. Put Him first. But
0: you shouldn't worry at all. That, that word should not be a part of your, of your vocabulary. Uh-huh. The, the worry part yeah, of that's it. Right. That, that doesn't mean you can't be concerned about something. There's a vast difference between being concerned about something and worrying about something. Okay, I, that, that brings a thought to my mind. You've been believing God. Okay, you've been believing God for something to come in or believing God for something, and it hadn't come in yet. You know, and that, and that, it kind of bothers you. What's the, you're, you're waiting for the, oh, something happened, dad shows up, you know. But there's nothing wrong with being concerned about it. And I to check and are so. But to about worry about it, now you're getting in on, on the satanic side of it, right. and you'll never receive it because worry and faith do not mix. They don't right. work together. Right, see?
1: well, because thoughts come into your mind all the time, and thoughts that will try to make you worry, like you were saying, right. we shouldn't be worrying. And, and so but yeah. if, you take, if you say it and start meditating on it, you're actually taking hold of them, and it produces... Worry and fret in Threat. your life. And, and it, Jesus was just wanting to help them to live an overcoming life right there. In fact, this was what his part of his teaching when he was on the Sermon on the Mount. And right. he told them a lot of great practical things that day.
0: Well, when the, you know, when the, COVID,
1: apply to us.
0: when the COVID hit, I mean, I had more phone calls and you could shake a stick up. but just what we're going to do, what we're going to do. You know what they were doing? They were saying the thought. They were thinking, well, we're going to throw, we ain't going to make it. We ain't going to make it. You see, they, they had taken possession of it. And, it. I could, and I'm could. And not bragging on myself. I said, well, the same thing we did before we ever heard of the word COVID. We're going to occupy it, till it comes. We're just going to live day by day, day by day. I mean, that's just the way it is. I'm not trying to be spiritual here. I just seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. but Now, you have to also seek that righteousness. Even though it's been given to you, right. you're the righteousness of God. See, Satan makes you want to go about how you feel about something right. instead of what you believe about something. I think something. what
1: you really mean is, what would God want me to do in this this situation, no matter what those situations are throughout right. the day? Right,
0: right. You know, I, had a, I got a friend of mine. Well, uh, uh, he's married now. But, boy, he was really worried about being married. Oh, Jesus. Because, you know, he thought he went... You know, when we were young, we got married very young. I mean, and not because we had to, just the way it was, you know, way back when. I mean, a girl got out of high school on May the 31st, and usually she was married June the 6th or the 7th. They called them June brides. That's way back when, you know. And uh, But t- today they do it a lot different. So he said, my God, man, he said, I'm 30 years old. I'm not married yet. I said, well, have you been unhappy? Well, no. Then what are you worried about? I mean, yeah, yeah but I don't, I don't want Jesus to come. And, what do you mean you don't want Jesus to come? That's a dumb, stupid statement. You want Jesus to come. Yeah, but I'd like to get married. Well, my God, there's someone that will marry you. You know, but he, what he was looking for was a perfect person. And I told him, I said, you're not even perfect, so why are you demanding perfection from someone when you're not perfect? Mm-hmm. You know? And he finally got the idea, and he married a beautiful lady, and, and, and they're happy. See what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Now, let's go to the other. Some people will never get married. That's okay. That's all right with me. That's, if that's all right with you. I don't make no difference. You can. If you want to, you don't have to. Just whatever you want to do. But if you seek ye first God's way of doing things, and you want to get married, he'll put the right place, person in your life. And if you don't want to get married, you would rather just live single and you seek your first God's kingdom. He's going to put everything in your path that you want. You want not just what you need, but what you want. But he can't give you what you want unless you ask for it. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. He made God personal. And by making God personal, he said, I
1: shall not, shall
0: not want.
1: Right. That's, That's pretty really simple, cool. isn't it? That's right. Now,
0: Seek ye first the kingdom of God. God's way of doing and being right. So I take no thought for tomorrow. If I think about this ministry, well, let me just make, give me an idea. The, you have no idea what it costs to run this ministry financially. They are burning money like like, like burning at a fireplace, just burning wood. It takes plus the staff and all the different things and the benefits and the hospitalization and all that. What they call that liability insurance, which we've never made a claim on nothing. And all these and they still want to raise us. I said, well, you know, if I made claims, I'd say okay. But you know, You know, all, it would it, it, it would uh, it would bring worry in my life. But that's not my job. He didn't ask me to pay for all this. He just asked me to believe for it. So I don't take no thought about it tomorrow. I just look at today, a daily transactions, like we say. you know. <laughs> right, right. And when you understand that, that's walking in God's way of doing and being right. People say, what are you going to do tomorrow? Well, I don't know. When tomorrow comes, I'll, I'll, I'll know.
1: Right. Well, and that's not to say we don't plan and right. have visions and dreams and we walk toward that. What we are just saying is you don't fret and worry no. about it. You cast your care upon the Lord because you know he cares for you. And you take everything a step at a time. And I trust God to lead me and guide me. And many times what he's doing, he's revealing to me things that I need to take care of that's even down the road.
0: Yeah, But oh, it's yeah. not a
1: worry situation, but it's, it's well, a knowing.
0: Well, you know, Kathy, people get mad at me because I don't care. They go, who do you think? You don't care about nothing. I say, you're right. Oh, that'd make them mad. Why? Because care is a form of pride. See, you're saying God can't handle your business, so you've got to worry about it, take it back from Him. There's a big rumor going around. I saw this yesterday. Our great friend, and we love Keith and Phyllis Moore. They're such blessings. To make a long story short, I don't know, somebody's saying that Jesse Duplantis owns two mansions. He owns a, a Rolls-Royce Phantom that costs $350,000, $400,000. He has a Bentley and an Aston Martin. Well, you know what? I don't, I, I have, I don't have an Aston Martin. I don't. I've never owned an Aston Martin, and I think that's that's the sport car that James Bond drove. I think. Okay, I don't have a Bentley. I don't know who else has a Bentley. I don't have a, a Rolls Royce or anything of that nature. Watch that. But I'll believe God. I, I'll set myself in agreement with you. I mean, people are just lying like a dog. Well, our a- friend, and people believe it. See? Our friend
1: saw it. She said it to me with like a joke. And she says, hey, want to visit with you, I want to ride in one of those. Yeah, she's
0: well. just holding out on us here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just simply not true. Now, I do live in a beautiful home. Oh, Lord Jesus. Don't get mad at me. It ain't my fault. It's the Lord that had blessed us. That's just that simple. But you know, But you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Now I'm gonna make somebody mad here. I wouldn't mind having a Rolls-Royce. I wouldn't mind having a Bentley. I really would, don't know the difference between the two. I wouldn't mind having an Aston Martin. So you know, I could, uh, you know, whatever. Um,
1: You'd have. You wouldn't have to give up your truck, I guess.
0: You no, know, I, I love my truck. See, now I mean, my truck is my truck. I just like like my truck, like they say in Texas. You see, I mean, I don't have a problem, and I would make no excuse if I had them. I don't. But yet, people believe those things, and you know what? They can. I don't get mad if they do. You know, that's just whatever they want to do. All I I, f- I focus on my, my mind and my spirit and my body on Jesus Christ. And because I do, I seek you first. I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, and blessed going out. Now, why don't you get why don't you worry about it, bud Jesse? You really want to know why I don't worry about it? You, want, you, want, you understand my answer, how not to worry about a thing?
1: Yes. Go with me to Galatians
0: in. chapter 2.
1: Galatians I'm going to prove
0: to you two. right now why I don't worry about nothing. Galatians chapter 2. Are you there? I'm there. Verse 20. 25. I am crucified with Christ. Look at me. Look, look at me. A dead man don't worry about nothing. Have you ever seen anybody in, in, in a coffin like that? And you, did you ever get by to pay your respects and the, and the person how do I don't look? Do I look all right? <laughs> you know, no, you know, He dead. He dead. <laughs> He's just dead. Just De- dead. Dead. I'm crucified with Christ. Right. Watch this. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Christ can't live in you till you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Watch this. Let me read it again. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh, which is today. Yes. How do I live? I live by the faith of the Son of God. I had to believe that you were going to show up today at this boardroom track. Mm-hmm. You had to believe that I was going to show up because you was in your car and I was walking across the uh, the campus here. Right. Right. Just show up. Just show up. Why? I live by the faith of the Son of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even live by my own faith. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I mean, it's okay. And it's we're good. doing
1: this all today yes. by faith, thinking that people will watch it and be Amen. blessed by it. That's a... Faith Why, who, I live well. by the
0: faith of the Son of God. Now, buddy, if you really want to do we ought to do a boardroom trap on the faith of Jesus. Mm. Oh, man. Who, who loved me and he gave himself for me. Now, the next verse, verse 21, I do not frustrate the grace of God. That's Grace is God's unmerited favor. That's kind of a weak uh, definition because there's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Just unmerited. You can't put merit to it. I don't frustrate the grace of God. Why? Because, you see, I am not going to make an excuse. Oh, Somebody going to get mad at this, Kathy. I'm not going to make an excuse for the blessings of God in my life financially, or the house, or that God has given me, or anything I have. Why? Because I would frustrate the grace of God. And when God suggested I gave it to you, why you're not proud of it? You're not excited about it? Yeah. So when people try to you know criticize me about something, I say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. My Lord Jesus. Why? See, why, that's giving honor to him. The Bible said, you honor me, I will honor you. So let me just say this. You got a, a new dress and you like it and somebody mad at, at you because you got it, just say, look what the Lord has done. Isn't this thing beautiful? Or if you got a new car, praise the Lord. Or maybe you got a new house. I don't know. Or your kid got a new bicycle. I don't know, whatever you like, you know. Instead of going, well, you know, we got it on sale. <laughs> We're good. I'm glad you got it on sale. There's nothing wrong with that. But just say, to God be the glory. Or you got a jet. Mm, now that, uh, you put the phone on the brakes there? It made no difference to God. They don't make no difference to God whatsoever. You can have a jet. They don't make no difference. That's what you want, you know, and to get, go from point A to point B. Yet there's so many people giving you opinions about what you should have, and they don't have anything. Now, how can you give an opinion on, on what somebody should have when you don't have nothing yourself? That just doesn't make any sense, you see. <laughs> so when I realize this, this is how I seek you first. Why? Because a dead man doesn't run after things. Right. Yeah, because he's dead. He
1: says he's crucified with Christ.
0: With Christ. Nevertheless, I I live.
1: Right. I want to read that in the Passion Translation, verse 20 and 21 of Galatians chapter 2. It says, my old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah. I like
0: that, co-crucified. Don't you love that? Ooh, that's good.
1: It says, and no longer lives, for the nails of his cross crucified me with him. That's identification. That's identification. It says, and then it goes on to say, and now the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine.
0: Well, you know what? He gave us his name. He put his name in us. Mm-hmm. Now, let me show how you are identified with me. Before, when I met Kathy, her name was Catherine Carrere, or Carrere, however you want to say it. That's it. Okay? I was Jesse the Planners. But when we walked before that priest at Holy Rosary Catholic Church on June the 6th, 1970, Uh at 11 a.m., Okay, and I'm standing up at the front, and Kathy hit the back door and started coming in. Well, she didn't hit it, but I mean, came through the (laughs) back door, walked all the way down. Everyone stood up. She was in that beautiful white bridal dress, and I had a tux on and all that kind of stuff. With
1: a blue
0: blue shirt shirt and ruffle. it was. it's the 70s, man. (laughs) And watch this. We started out as two right there at the altar. Identification had not yet been created. Mm -hmm. We started out as two. There's Kathy on this side. Jesse on this side. Bunch of witnesses. He said, do you take this woman to be your lawful wife? I said, yes. Do you take this man to be your wife? You go through the service. The minute he said, by the power invested in me, by the state of Louisiana, and by God and the Lord Jesus Christ, I pronounce you man and wife. Now, what made her my wife was, number one, the pronouncement, all of a sudden, my name became your name. And
1: the fact that I said, I do. That's right. Yeah, I, I, could, yeah, I still had that. a choice. In yeah, you had a choice. And so did you. Yeah, so you did me. said, yeah. I do. But
0: well, once that happened, my name intermingled with your name.
1: That's right. That's right. And so
0: she became Catherine, and she wanted to keep her name, her middle name. Catherine. I uh, kept last my,
1: my last name as my middle name. Right. I changed it to Catherine
0: Kyred DePlantis. Right. See, but every way, when people see her now, they say, who, I say, who is that? That's Catherine Duplantis. They don't say that that's Catherine Duplantis. No, that's Catherine Duplantis. All the credit cards, I say, charge cards, has my name on it, Catherine Duplantis. Identified. That's identification. Right. Well, that's what you are when you're a Christian. You have been identified with Christ. So everything you do, his name is on it.
1: Yeah, you remember that little uh, assembly, of God, that little uh, Pentecostal church we went to when we first got saved, and they would call me Sister Jesse? Yeah. They didn't even, oh, didn't even have her didn't first like name. Kathy, did I? I didn't mind using the last name, but please, can I have my first name? And they, would, they <laughs> Yeah, they said,
0: how's Sister Jesse doing? Sister doing? And, and she said, my name I'm is Catherine. Sure. I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> I'm. Okay, she didn't like that too much. Well, you know, not, I never thought of her as Sister Jessie. Well, I'll show you how much, how dumb I was. One time I was, I had I'd go somewhere, I was, I was in the rock business, and we weren't saved yet. Kathy flew home to see her mom and all that kind of stuff, and I was working somewhere, and I said, I said, you know, I said, let me send you some money while you're there, just in case you want to buy something. She said, I, I said, okay. I said, I'll send it overnight, a check. She said, all right. and Because uh, we were living in Dallas at that moment. I
1: think you sent a money order or something, a money like that. Or something. We didn't really
0: have And I made it out to Oh, she got mad about that. I went without thinking, I went, pay through the order of Catherine Carrer put it in the thing, and mailed it. She calls my, I said, did you get the check? Yeah, I got the check. I said, well, you ought to be happy that I sent you the check. She said, why'd you put Catherine Kyra? I said, that's your name. She said, no, it's not. My name is Catherine Duplantis. I said, forget what I just said. But, <laughs> no, but she said, okay, i forget it, but she didn't tear up the check. <laughs> <I don't laughs> to... it, it
1: still was good. It still but... was
0: good. You see, in other words, she didn't appreciate. I had
1: to remind you. Yeah,
0: well, I, I just, without thinking, I just wrote Catherine Copper. But she didn't appreciate, you didn't appreciate your identification taken away. Right. You see, because you said yes. You said, right. I do, and you did, and vice versa. Well, Jesus. Doesn't appreciate it when you take away his identification on you by seeking other things first instead of him. Mm-hmm. and his way of doing right. Yeah. Am I preaching good?
1: You're preaching real good. Ooh. I was just thinking of something funny, Go though. Uh, we went somewhere recently, and, and you could tell people maybe have recognized you because, you know, your your face is out there on broadcast TV and different things, and you said, Kathy, I think those people <laughs> over there may have recognized me. I kind of hear them kind of like look, they're looking at me like they might recognize me from the broadcast or something. I said, yeah, they're probably saying, look over there, that's Kathy Duplantis' husband.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and yeah. we laughed. And I laughed. That's good. Praise <laughs> the Lord.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's because we remembered when uh, John Kennedy and Jackie Kennedy went oh. to France. It was this big old deal.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and oh. this happens
1: sometimes when I go to meetings with you because I don't always travel every place. And but I don't when think I the finally... president
0: enjoyed that too Well,
1: much. they just re- made such a big deal about Jackie. But, of course, what's she's got lady? that French uh, heritage. She has right. a French background. Uh,
0: ja- Jacqueline Bouvier. Uh,
1: yes. And so she Bouvier, went there, and they, like they make it such a big deal about her. Finally, when he gets up to speak, he says, he says, I'm I'm Jackie's husband or something yeah, like that. Yeah, my name,
0: I'm, I'm Jackie. Kennedy's husband, <laughs> <laughs> who happens to be the president, president of the United States. States. Yeah. Well, you know, and like I can say, nobody likes it when the identification is erased. So the reason why I live the way I live is by seeking you first uh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness is so that I, I, I protect that identification with great, great, with great intensity. And I do that by being crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. So the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Right. Now, that's identification.
1: Yes. And, you know, the first time that people were called Christians
0: mm-hmm. was in the Church of
1: Antioch. They had a great revival going on. And so now today we take on that name, that, that Christ. Proud it's not his it last too. name. Christ means the Messiah, the anointed one. But we're part of that family. We're identified with him, Amen. the Messiah, the anointed one. You know,
0: man. I'm very proud Christians. of being called a Christian. Amen. I'm very, being, I'm very proud of being called a Duplantis. That's my I name. I am also. I'm very proud of being called an American. Very
1: proud of being called
0: Kathy Duplantis' husband? That's right. I am. That's <laughs> right. But I'm very proud of being called an American. Yes. As a, as every, as, you know, I don't cut America. I live in America. No. Now, uh, what's good, it's a free nation. Now, is everything right with it? Well, no. I don't know of any nation where everything's right. But thank God, you, you know, you don't beat the horse up that you're riding on. You know what I'm saying? Because the horse is going to you you'll hurt it yourself. You see what I'm saying? What you do is change the saddle law. If you want something changed in it, then you, you know, we have laws in which to do all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So I made up my mind. It's the same thing with, with people. I love people of all nationality, color, or creed. It doesn't make no difference to me. Why? Because we're the human race. It's just that simple.
1: That's right. See, this, right. Is, this
0: is a glass of water here. What shall I do for thee? And watch this. Uh, 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 if a black man came up and did this, drink some, okay, and I'm thirsty, I'd say, i take the glass, and i drink too. You'd say, out the same cup? Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Listen to me, it don't make no difference to me with all the human race. I mean, my God, you see what I'm saying? But, yeah, but people, many, many years ago, oh, that was just unheard of. You just did not do that. Now, I know this makes people mad, and I think it kind of irritates Kathy a little bit, because if I'm in a restaurant, and we're eating and I look over at her plate and I see something, she got a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, she got a whole plate of it. I just reach over with my fork and i just take a little bite yeah. and she'll say, I was going to eat that. I said, "We eat the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of it around." But you don't like it if I take your last shrimp. That's what you don't like. You know?
1: I think you do it on purpose. I do it on purpose. Me.
0: I really do. You know. I
1: call him the seagull because mm-hmm. I never know when he's going to swoop in. <laughs> but last night we were at dinner with some friends, and and he, she, the, the one of our the friend was uh, one of the, the this wife was. Had finished eating and she was just leaving her food there. So you were offering her food to everybody, to someone else. Go ahead and eat her food. I said, It's her food, let her offer it. But I paid for <laughs> it. So you're not going to take my food, you offer everyone, and you put your.
0: She food. said, I'm so full, y'all want some? Sure. <laughs> we all. Sometimes, so everybody started snacking. Sometimes
1: on. you don't even order because you just plan to put your fork in everybody's plate. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you,
0: know, you learned
1: that from an old
0: yes. friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I learned that from an old friend. When you understand the seek you first. Now, why Says, Let's go back to take no thought saying. So, watch this. When you begin to feel sick, hmm. don't deny that. Just don't say it. You when know, well, you're not hiding it, how do you feel? I don't go by what I feel, I go by what I believe. Hmm. Say, that's a vast difference there. Because most of, you, most of your kids don't feel like going to school, but uh uh-uh, uh, you're going to make sure they get up and go to school. I don't feel like paying my bills. Uh uh, you may not feel like it, but you're going to pay them bills because they're going to be knocking on your door. You see, so a lot of people say, how how do you feel? And that's not trying to be super spiritual. I say, I don't go by what I feel. I go by what I believe. And what do you believe? I believe by Jesus' stripes I am healed.
1: Yeah, you choose to take that thought. Yes. The faith thought. The faith thought, What the word of God has said and and put your words to that
0: thought. Actually, what that is is a dead man talking. He's not going by himself. He's going by what? That
1: co-crucified guy? That
0: co-crucified guy. (laughs) And it just works for you. So when you understand that. When you when, when you when you crucified with Christ. That's yes. a wonderful thing. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So I, I knew a lot of people in the Old Testament suffered. Jesus said, they said, we want to drink of the cup that you drink of. He said, Well you will. Mm-hmm. See, you gotta watch what you ask for, because you get it. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, be not deceived, God's not mocked. Whatsoever man saw it, that shall he also reap.
1: And so, you know, when it says co crucified you know, we're not talking about a physical crucifixion. We're talking about something spiritual, how you lay your life down for Christ, that you do what he would want you to do rather than Mm -hmm. what you yourself might want to do in a situation. It's not a physical crucifixion. I'm sure people understand that.
0: Well, first thing first, people say, well, why do you follow Christ so much? Well, the Bible said in Ephesians 5, 1, be therefore imitators of God. Well, you got to know what the Father. You got to you got to go see what He does, you know. And I, and I hate this religious lie. And I talked about it on my broadcast television the other day. That, that you have to sin every day. That is a lie that's been perpetrated by the church, which is a because see they went, by what they felt. Mm-hmm. The Bible said you you've been made the righteousness of God. You're that's in right. right standing with God. He's washed away all evidence, circumstantial or physical. It doesn't make any difference. See, so I don't sin every day. Now, that may make somebody, I do not sin every day. Now, we have all sinned. We were all sinners. We've all sinned to come short of the glory of God. We, we understand. Right, right. But I mean, if you sin it every day, you got a problem. You need to fix that. The Bible said, don't practice sin. That's true. And that's pretty simple, isn't it? Because, see, if if, if, if you keep yourself, that wicked one touches you not. That's right. Now, everybody's waiting for God to keep him. Well, how do you keep yourself? Seek ye first the kingdom, right. God's way of doing and being right.
1: Yeah, they don't frustrate. That's what that twenty verse 21 was. You don't frustrate the grace of God.
0: Yeah, see, some of you are believing for some things. Let me just say that. Maybe you're believing for an airplane, okay, or maybe you're believing for a car or a new house. I'm, I'm going to use that as an example. Now, you're going to have some people that are going to come up to you, especially if you talked about it, you know, hey, you got that house yet? You got that jet yet? You got that car yet? You know what I tell them? Do you see it? They go, no. I said, then I got it. What do you mean you got it? I said, because if you can't see it, I know I got it because the evidence of faith is not seen. They go, what? The evidence of faith is not seen. Now, faith is a sub, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, what happens when you see it? Well, then it's no longer faith; it's manifestation. Mm-hmm. See, that shuts them up, and you're just going about your business. See. Because right. it will manifest. Now, who don't want it yesterday? Everybody wants it yesterday. That's not the issue. But the evidence of it is not seen. <clears throat> so you just say what God says. Seek you first here. And guess what? All these things. Is a jet a thing? Yes. Is a house a thing? Yes. Is a car a thing? Yes.
1: Is tuition or a business opportunity yeah. a thing? A thing. Yes. Or re- that relationship? Right. Possibly.
0: All that stuff, see. All the now, things we, uh, you, but if you try difficulty. to rush some things, you can make a wrong mistake. You can, you can get off the road, see? And and, and, and so I, I just don't be concerned about that. Now, naturally, you want it yesterday. That's not the issue. But I made up my mind uh, God's word is true. I looked at myself this morning in the mirror. You know, you kind of see all these jowls and all that kind of stuff, you know? Well, I'm getting older. I know that, but I'm not I'm getting older, but I'm not getting old. I feel like a million bucks. I mean, for a man my age, I, I go, I mean, you know... Um, I do whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, where I want to do it, and how I want to do it, and I'm bragging about that. I just keep going. Well, brother mm-hmm. Jesse, one day you're going to die. Maybe not. Maybe not. There's a whole generation who won't see death. It may. Be, I may be that generation. I may not be. Either way, I'm still going to heaven and, and with my eternal work with the Lord yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Some people
1: just think so much about death that they bring oh, it God. on a lot sooner than they should. I remember your family used to be preoccupied oh, by, by death. Oh, terrible. All the time. Every time you turn around, they would mm-hmm. talk about death.
0: You know, my dad finally lost the fear of death. I remember my father it's all the time. Tarment. He was a small boy. He was tormented by that. Oh, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I want to die. He saw a man have a heart attack, and uh, it was pretty rough. And uh, oh, and I think that just shook him up. But he made it almost to eighty-nine years old. And I never forget the week that he passed away. He, you know, he, he nobody knew he was sick. I don't think he was sick. He decided just the time to the time him to step out. And I said, Dad, you're not afraid to die no more. He said, Man, I lost that a long time ago. To be asked when the body to be present with the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, why the hell did it take him so long? He lived with that get, fear and to he didn't have To get free of that, yeah. Yeah, it was a fear. But mm-hmm. he got to that point. It was a happiness about him. He, you know, I, I think he began to not think of himself anymore. That's about the only way I can think. He said, You know, all my friends are not in heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, your mom's in heaven, all, my, man, all in heaven. I, just, I think it's time for me to go up there. And and having some fellowship and, have, and go see everybody. You know, just they say joy. that. And you know, that's exactly what he did.
1: Yeah. I've heard it said that if people start talking about heaven and thinking about heaven and the people that are over there on that other side a little too much. Sometimes oh. that's they go a little earlier than they probably should. You're
0: right. Well, death and life's in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. You see, you don't realize how powerful your confession of faith is or your confession of doubt. Mm hmm. So which one you want to convey? Well, since you're going to say something, say what God says. I like what Jesus said. I only say what my Father says, and I only do what my yeah. Father says to do. That's right. That's pretty simple.
1: You know, Jesse, to a lot of people, this is a whole new way of thinking. They've been maybe raised in a way to think differently and, but when we get born again, we start having to read the, what the Word of God says and start thinking like God wants us to think. And that's Amen. what Jesus said in, that, in Matthew where you read earlier, take no thought saying, what am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? Where am I going to live? He says, mm-hmm. take no thought for that because God knows what we have need of. Instead, he says, seek first his way of living, Amen. his way of doing things, and actually his way of talking. Amen. How would God want me to speak in this situation so that I could change this situation from being one of fear, fear and torment to be one of joy and expectation that changes situations. Amen.
0: And we do this every day. We apply this every day in our lives in this ministry, in my personal life. In fact, I got up this morning. I I, I live a very rigid, rigid, regimented life. A regimented life. I do. I do the exact same thing. I get up in the morning, you know, and the first thing I do is a Okay,
1: uh, Cathy. they don't uh, need to know the very first thing no no, no, no I don't do <laughs> what you do you up. do the
0: same thing. I mean, but my point is I'll go and know that I'm gonna get right on that treadmill saying. yes <laughs> I'm gonna get on that she yeah. knows that. see well um, so the first thing I do is uh, uh, uh I, I, I take a little pickle juice because you don't get Charlie horses I don't know why they call them Charlie horses you know whatever, but they call them that uh, leg cramps what do you call them? <laughs> Cramps, you know what I'm saying? Crips, and that keeps that away. And then, and then I start that that treadmill.
1: And you and also eat a little boiled egg.
0: I, I eat a boiled egg. You I take a little that,
1: baby aspirin.
0: I take a baby aspirin because they told me to do that. And um, and um, and then. And that's
1: why you eat the boiled egg. Uh,
0: that's the reason for eating, because really I don't like to <laughs> eat in the morning. You don't like to eat. I don't. But they say you shouldn't take anything when I, on an empty stomach. I said, okay, I'm just doing what the doctors tell me. They say, they say I'm healthy as an ox. Well, I don't know how how an ox feels, but I know how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so that's what I do. Then I hit the treadmill. Doing that treadmill, I'll do my daily, my morning devotions while I'm working out. Sometimes I do it before I get up earlier. I'm very regimented at what I do, you know. Then I I clean up and everything. By that time, Kathy's done left the house, you know, and all that kind of, because she has a lot more time. She takes a lot more time to get dressed than I do it. But she has a lot more time because she don't exercise. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. I ain't gonna lie. It's the truth. <laughs> but that's fine. So you know. So if she's a little slow walking, I would say, well, if you just get over there and do some exercise, you might uh, uh, you will loosen up the muscles. I don't and all think that he
1: needs to take a thought about that. <laughs> well, take that's no true. thought about take that.
0: Take no thought. Say it. You know. <laughs> so whatever she'll get here, then I'll get here, and then I I walk up to my executive secretary Mary, and I said, okay, what's on the agenda? What do you have for me? Blah blah this and that. Then I go uh, to finance. Because they want to talk What's to me about blah, something. What's
1: blah blah this and that? Huh? What's blah blah this and that?
0: And blah blah this and that. A lot of blah blah this and that. <laughs> then I go over evangelism. Am I flying on anywhere today? Blah blah. What time? Blah blah. This All that. that kind of stuff. And then uh, who's picking me up? And uh, what I'm going to do when I get there? And then by the time I get back home late at night, Kathy's in the bed just asleep. And
1: that's not really taking those thoughts. That's just going through your plan for the day. It's not a worrying kind of thing. I
0: start with Jesus. I end with Jesus. I lay down in the bed and I say, Father, I want to thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. I thank you that you give your beloved sleep, good sleep, that I wake up refreshed in the morning, and I'm about the Father's business, and here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, within about two minutes, I'm gone, you know. Well, like last night, which was so kind of funny, must have been we had some storms here last night in New Orleans, la- thunder and lightning, boom, boom, boom. I guess it woke up Kathy, woke me up a couple of times. I fell off to sleep, and I guess got real thirsty. Uh, normally, I don't get up, but I got thirsty, man. So it must have been I don't know two thirty, three o'clock. I saw those
1: French fries you ate out of Pia's plate.
0: Maybe so, maybe so. To make a long story short, I <laughs> wooed around and Pia fortune. So- they-, they worked for us and good friends. And, uh, and and to make a long story short, I started walking. As I walked. past, because it's dark in the She said, this is Kelly. Where are you going? <laughs> I said, did you think
1: I sounded like that. That's
0: exactly how you said. Where are you going? It like sounded that to me. And I said, go and get some water. I'm thirsty. Okay. <laughs> when I got back, she was already, I don't know, you already passed out again. You had fell asleep. You know, I don't know, whatever. And then I got up, and she was out the bed. She was in the front, in the den, or whatever you call it, family room, whatever you call it. And I come walking down there, and she looks up like that, and she goes, uh, good morning. I said, good morning. And we start this day. And then she, I went to her back, to her closet, where she was getting She says, I think I'll wear black today. I said, okay. <laughs> you know, and she didn't ask me what I was going to wear. So I didn't know you were going to put that, what you call it, that scarf with that. So I said, put a little brown in the shirt, that's it, and just go about our business. But if you notice, the first thing we did, very first thing, we said, good morning, Jesus. We start with Jesus, mm-hmm. we end with Jesus. That's seeking you first, the kingdom of God. Now, you want, you want me to be honest? Sometimes I don't feel like praying. Mm-hmm. Sometimes somebody made me mad, and I don't want to pray That's, for when,
1: that's when you need to pray more. <laughs> that's
0: when you need to pray for And you know why I got mad? Because I said it. I took the thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If I would not taking the thought, I, would, I wouldn't have got that, that kind of way. And so we just go, sort of like yesterday, someone wants to go and, uh, to the airport, and they just purchased a new airplane. They were really excited about it. And they wanted us, me and Kathy, to get inside. And pray. And pray over the plane and, you know, bless it and honor right, it and all that right. kind of stuff. And we did that. Well, you know, Kathy can't just do one thing at a time, you know. I mean she can, but uh, she said, uh, we we're actually renovating uh Jesse the Prince aviation offices. The Lord has so graciously given us this building on Armstrong International Airport. She said, I'm gonna go over there and look and look over there and see what they do. Gotta
1: do a walkthrough, right? So she went through and a walkthrough
0: and board, and I mean they paint walls and putting up Ceiling, I have a slogan that I and, use,
1: you, in, you uh, inspect what you expect or you lose respect. Right.
0: Now, me, I don't <laughs> say much about inspecting. that because uh, even though I'm paying all the leases, I'm doing all that, it all belongs to moi, <laughs> you see. If I said, what about that? No, no, you, you don't need that. Don't go there. But then I know that's her job. Okay, do your thing. That's fine with me. I'll
1: tell them, uh, don't take no thought about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <she> said, <laughs> that's I will my thoughts. It. I said, okay. <laughs> and we did, so we did both. And it was, boy, it was kind of rough, raining, and and they yes. flew out. We got back in our in the vehicle, and, and we came back to the office, and just wait what? And just did our job. And at the end of the day, I said we, when, uh, I said let's go, let's ask Ron and P if they want to go eat lunch with, or not lunch, or uh, supper. We call it supper, we call it dinner, or whatever. And uh, we decided to go to the seafood pot. That's kind of like a, a, a place here uh, uh, where all the locals go, and, and just had a nice time. We were just talking and just enjoying each other's. Fellowship and friendship, see? Why? And, and uh, you know, and it was just a good thing. And they're building a beautiful new home. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let's go over there and look at that. I, I could tell Ron said, okay, let's go. Because they're about ready to get into it. They got it. They're doing what they call a punch list, you know, all the other little things. Once and once it's all built, you know, make sure everything's put there and all that kind of stuff. And it, it was fun to see them enjoying their dream. Mm-hmm. You see, can I ask you a question? Are you enjoying your dream? Maybe the reason why you, got, you don't have that dream is because you're saying what you, uh, what you don't want. To, you're, saying, you're not saying what you want to happen. You're saying what's happening. And what happened is you're extending that further and further away. Mm-hmm. So it keeps your dream further and further away. So say what you want. Don't say what you have.
1: Yeah.
0: God already knows what you have. Now say what you want. And the Bible said, the Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want, which yeah. means you'll get what you want. And then he said, present that petition in supplication. Watch this. With thanksgiving. Come on, mm-hmm. get, get in here when you want. You can interrupt me. That means if he says thank you, right. so that, that means he to answer. Is that right? That's
1: true. And, you know, He's it goes back to the first verse that we started with. Seek ye first yeah. the kingdom of God. You put God first, then he'll see to it that these things that you need to live in life, whether it be a nice home, yeah. uh, clothes for your family. Right tuition for school, food for the table, all these things come to the tape to, to you if you seek God first. Right. He will show you how to get that. He will show you what to sow. He'll give you wisdom and ideas and insight how to make it happen, so you don't have to struggle and stress out about it. Right. In fact, Jesse saw this as a young child. I don't know if we've ever told this story on a boardroom chat, but it's one of your childhood stories that always blesses me. About when you were a little kid and you had a friend that the father was in the ministry and they they invited you over. To spend James the James yeah, spend the night, and they set the table full of, you know, getting ready to eat, but they didn't have any food in the well, pots. Let,
0: well, let, let me add a little bit. This man had 12 children, Brother James and Fern Sellers, wonderful people. Mm-hmm. His oldest son, uh, might have been the oldest boy, or the oldest one, was named Raymond. He was a good friend of mine. So we went. I, he asked me to spend the night, and I thought, well, I'm going to go spend the night. They got 12 kids. Raymond you know. was
1: his. Raymond was, name. was, was a that wonderful. that the one you gave your coat to, or was that no, another No, that was kid? Joseph. Joseph, that's
0: a board school. That's
1: another beautiful thing. That's another story. thing. So, you were no, always very generous. I was generous I
0: still child. am generous today. I believe in that, you know. Okay. Just like being a blesser. Anyway, we go over that. Listen to this. Now uh, you, it, th- he lived in Venice, Louisiana, which is on the peninsula of Louisiana, going down to the mouth of the Mississippi River. So he lived across this bay. Bi- like if you see my Bible here, like this would be the he would live. He lived on the other side of the bayou. So there was a bridge, and no much, no, no much wider than about this table. You walked across it, and it took
1: a little walk bridge.
0: Oh yeah, a walk bridge. I mean, it was a bayou, and it, it had about eight foot of water in there. Mm-hmm. You crossed that thing, and and it took you I don't know, three or four minutes to walk across that bridge. Get to that, maybe we Maybe do more than that. So
1: People don't know what a bayou is in other my, parts well, of the that's world. That's like so a little, like canal, little canal.
0: Like a canal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we sat down. Now, there's plates somewhere. You know, you got 12 kids. That's a lot of plates. So I got 13. I'm number 13. And Brother James, friend, there's 14, 15, 15 plates, 15, <laughs> 15 glasses, 15 everything. But in the middle, there's no food.
1: And you used Nothing. to have lots of
0: food at your mom's house. She had a lot of food. You never food. had a stack of pancakes. I mean, you had a pancake. Yeah, they, <laughs> were, they were all big people, Yeah, yeah we <laughs> ate a lot. Okay, watch this. So I'm just sitting there, and I saw Sister Fern, his wife, come and sit down. And there had no food on the table. None. hmm so my brilliant mind, and I'm, I must have been about maybe 10, I guess, 11 years old. Yeah, I you know
1: think somebody. you said, uh, what are we going to do,
0: eat plates? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I said, uh, where the food? What are we going to do, eat plates? <laughs> and Brother James Seller looked at me and smiled. He said, Jesse, the Lord shall provide. And in my lightning fast mind, I said, he better provide real quick because there ain't nothing on this table. He said, let us pray. You know, they grabbed yeah. the hands like this, you know, and... Um, I didn't close my eyes because I wasn't saved. Now, Raymond was saved. I just wasn't saved. I just thought, these people crazy. There ain't nothing here. The only thing in a glass is water. That's it. So he's praying, and he didn't pray long. Lord Jesus, I thank you for our, our food, for nourishment of our body, for everything, Lord. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and Amen. He said, the last, he said amen twice. Amen and amen.
1: And and then you heard that knock on the door. Yeah,
0: immediately. The last amen. And Brother James looks up and he says, Affern, would you go to the door? Yes. So he goes to the door, opens the door. Now, is this? It takes maybe five seconds, ten seconds to get to the door, opens the door. There's grocery bags all over, food all on the front step. She says, the Lord provided. I got up. I said, what? I got up and I walked to where the door, and I walked out the door, and I looked. There's no way, it is impossible to get across that bridge running.
1: In that short amount of time.
0: In that short amount of time. Mm-hmm. There must have been six bags of groceries. Mm-hmm with sweets and everything. I mean, you know, I'm Snacks. talking about a bag of groceries. The stuff's coming out. I mean, you know, coming out of the bag at the top and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. French bread, oh, we love French bread oh, till yeah. today. So she got it. She said, I'll have something ready very soon. When in so I stayed out there. I looked around, there's no <laughs> way, it's impossible for that person, whoever brought that, <clears throat> no car, no truck, no nothing, you know, on the other side, they, no place to hide, no trees. It's just open field. Come back in, and so when she's putting bread on it, bread and butter, that's how you start off, you know. When she was had some fixing stuff, and so we ate bread and butter there while she was fixing some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Who brought this?" I said, and he said, "The Lord did. The Lord provided." That freaked me out.
1: Yeah,
0: I'll never forget that long as I ever live. And Raymond. You know, to the kids, his kids, they just thought that was normal. That
1: was probably not the first time that it happened to them, I would yeah, guess.
0: that was so normal. Man, I came home and told my mama that. She said, what? She said, I'm, I'm telling you, mommy literally it literally happened. So I believe they had a big discussion with the church the following Sunday with her, And uh, Brother James Sellers is the one that the... Was expl- he the pastor? He was the pastor of the Venice Full mm-hmm. Gospel Church. hmm that's what it was.
1: No, in those days, a lot, and sometimes even today, there's a lot of people that really don't pay their pastors well enough to even eat. Yeah. Remember that, remember that pastor friend of ours that said he had a whole list of sermons, how to get rid of your pastor, he said. <laughs> yeah. One of his sermon titles was, well, uh, put him on, give him a raise. He says he's been on starvation wages for so long <laughs> he'll eat himself to death. Uh, number two, he said... Uh, uh, praise him, and somebody else, will, some other church will offer him a job. Right. He says, Call a work day for the church. Everybody show up. You'll have a heart attack in the, in the foyer of the church. <laughs> I, I mean, mean he it, was hilarious. Dan Schaefer, I friend. Dan, he's in heaven today. What, Pastor Dan and Bonnie. Oklahoma, in Oklahoma
0: yeah. City. Def- I mean, uh, Carl Cathedral, Cathedral. What a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, I literally saw that. But you know why those things happened for Brother Sellers? Mm-hmm. He sought first the, the kingdom, kingdom
1: of God. God. Amen. He
0: did it. So he I'm did. asking you today. If you want to receive spiritual, physical, and financial remuneration in your life, seek ye first. That's right. The kingdom of God. You people, I, we didn't get a chance to read I'm any of you. things. this one Would you do that? We have before. to do it quickly because we're already at almost 50 minutes you've been preaching. <laughs> oh, <maybe? laughs> yeah. I
1: suppose. I think it's okay. <laughs> okay. This one's really good because I believe people are learning some things, Jesse, Amen. because of these so. boardroom chats. In fact, that's the kind that's, of testimonies we get. We have people that are writing that write in testimonies and comments from us from Hawaii, Melbourne, England, Melbourne, Australia, England, so, uh, Dublin, Ireland has one. This one is from Malaysia. It's from Kit. Hi, brother Jesse and Sister Kathy, greetings from Malaysia. Thank you for sharing in the boardroom chats. I truly enjoy the time with you both on YouTube. I will never miss the chats and also fake the facts. I've learned so much from you both. One of the best lessons I learned from your teachings was about generosity. Praise God. And since that teaching, the spirit of generosity has been working and teaching me how to give to others as a blessing. God blessed me back in so many ways. I thank God for both of you and your wonderful ministry. God bless you greatly.
0: Isn't well, you awesome? know, I, I think I am a very generous man. I, I, I preach on giving because I give. See, I'm a giver. It is so wonderful to be a giver. It's so nice. The other day, we was at the P.F. Chang's. We ate some Chinese food, and it's the first we time. We eat out a lot. Yeah, we eat a lot. Kathy don't cook, you know. That's fine.
1: Jesse
0: doesn't cook. Oh, no, I don't cook. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she just couldn't get over it. I gave her a nice tip. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I know exactly what I'm sure. Well, you know, she worked for it, but she thought it was a little too much. I didn't think so. See, we tell people to give all the time. We ask people, that are partners to our mission to give. And y'all have been so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Can I say thank you to all my partners that watch the boardroom chat? for your faithful financial support to this ministry. Mm-hmm. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. I mean, lock, stock, and barrel. Me and Kathy's already taken care of. God's been good and gracious to us. And if you're not a partner, you pray about becoming one. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what's going to happen. The anointing of increases on my life will come upon you. I'm telling you, it will happen. Why? Because why would God bless me and not bless you? He's not a respecter of person. That's right. He don't love me anymore, and he loves you. You see what I'm saying? So it's just God's word will work. So if you'd like to give and you want to, you can use PayPal. Right. You can do it. Go to jdm.org. That's our website. Or you can write a check and mail it in if you want to. And, and it, let me say it. I'll say it every time. If you don't want to do that, don't do it. We're not going to be mad. We, you can still enjoy uh, watching us, and that's a blessing of the Lord. But I tell you what, I, I, I try to tell people, Listen to me. Well, I'll just give you an example that just happened. Uh, I went preaching uh, in, uh, in a church in Alabama, and this man sold a seed for an airplane. He wanted an airplane. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
1: And, no, we didn't And know.
0: two days later, somebody walked up to him and gave him an airplane. Mm-hmm. Was well, that going to happen to me if I do that? I don't know. Will it? Mm-hmm. According to your faith, so be it. But I knew that man sought first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And that was such a, gave him an airplane. People don't do that. And he, and he wrote and said, but, but Jesse, what i only increases increase is on you. Well, he sees it on me, and I want it to come upon you. And all you have to do, well, number one, is believe. Number two, is so seed. Uh-huh. Now, if you don't believe that, don't. Still watch the boardroom chats, do whatever. I don't mind. We don't have any problem whatsoever at all. But I'm telling you, I want what, my, what happens in my life should happen to everybody's life. And I look to be a blessing every day somewhere, somehow.
1: And we keep the cycle financial. going. We're not a we're not the Dead Sea. You no. know, people give to us, but we give out to others as well. Constantly. We give to other ministries as well. Our ministry tithes and more than tithes. Oh God! Everything yeah. that comes into and to ourselves, this ministry, we to give other grace.
0: Ministries. Oh, it's just wonderful.
1: Personally, we also do that. Yeah, ministry that's all the as time. Well.
0: So, thank you for being a partner, and all my partners. Thank you, and all you that sending these wonderful testimonies. Thank you. Maybe one day we can go out all these places. Because I yeah. tell you what, we have the plane to fly. All we need to do is have your governor or your president or whoever to stop all these restrictions. And, brother, we'll be in that plane flying towards you to preach this gospel. So they're gospel. watching
1: from South America, Kenya, Pakistan, oh, it, Bahamas, yeah. Florence, Italy, Canada. Florence, that's a
0: beautiful place. Poppen, Papua New
1: Guinea, Pakistan, and I know there's a whole lot more. Oh, these are yeah, just a, a few more. that we've written down. Right. Thank you for commenting. Yeah. Let us know where you're watching from. Please share this with someone because someone else needs to hear about They could put God first and their lives can totally turn around.
0: Amen. So until next time, I know we went pretty long today, seek ye first the kingdom of God, That's right. God's way of doing and being right, and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. You have a wonderful week. You'll never be a day without prayer. Me and Kathy will pray for you, all our partners. Thank you. you. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God, and the work gets done. Amen. Until next time, we love you. We'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.